Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Lights. Camera. Action. It's the KSL Movie Show. Yeah, I'm putting together a show, and I need a star. You want people to laugh at me. It could be a while. I'm laughing anyway, kids, so might as well get paid. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes. All on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. Strength, fearless, climbing, speed, boomerang, smoldering intensity. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Ah, tis the movie show. Coming to you today from not only KSL Broadcast House, but here in Sandy, Utah. We're hanging out with my hearing centers. Our friend Matt Deering, who is the big uh, education director, will be joining us. So we're looking forward to that. And hey, we got to do some serious sucking up and thank yous because we just had a great, great time on Monday night. And it's so nice to start. Now, it was the 100th anniversary of KSL that made this happen on Monday night, that special screening. But how nice to actually do something fun with our listeners again, hang out, watch a movie. And, oh, man, and our friends at the Megaplex Theaters, man, did they pull out the stops for us. We had the whole theater. We had the special VIP room. Everything was set up. We had kind of a half-hour gathering ahead of time and just had the chance to kick things around, eat cookies and popcorn and drinks and everything. And then we herded everybody over into the uh, theater, and we gave away – did we give away fabulous prizes worth up to dollars? I don't know. I was exhausted by the time we got, got well, all that done. Well, Steve uh, just volunteered is how I remember it. Volunteered huh. <laughs> to uh, be the I believe conscripted to be the prize runner, and they all were in the very last row. Oh, I know all the all the big wieners were upright in the very right. back of the theater. I was just going to take all the bags at once. And yeah, just no, stand nobody was on the front row, but we gave away a bunch of swag bags, and we gave away five of the KSL challenge coins, which are. A hot commodity, if I... Yeah, I finally got one. Yeah, they're pretty cool, aren't they? They are cool. They're very cool. They're they're these great big... Um, they're about... They're bigger than a silver dollar by So it won't fit shot. in the uh, Coke machine? So, yeah, you won't be able to drop it in a Coke machine. But on one side, is kind of KSL the way it is today. And yeah. on the back, we have the old-timey radio and microphone. It's a very, very cool thing. So, And then a big thanks to our promotions department. Oh, yeah. Emily. I mean, oh, my goodness. Lee uh, was there. Lee was there, you know. <laughs> he was conscripted as well, I think. Yeah. And um, passing out the cookies. And Ike, you know, our promotion director. And, of course, you know, everybody at KSL has been. It was just so nice to meet everybody, too. Yeah, and, and just... And everybody's in on it, you know. Yeah, People come up, going, hey, you know, I'm a loser. I I was actually a big wiener once and a loser, you know. And had one guy come up to me, yeah, I used to read your stuff at the Standard Examiner when I was a kid. Yeah, like great, thanks. So what was he? Five hundred years old, at least. At least. So anyway, a big thanks. 
to everybody who uh, participated in that special screening of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And by the way, both you and I were talking about it, and I have to confess, we're into the movie, and then I had babysitting duty the next morning. <laughs> I know. Here I am. I, th- that's what retirement brings you, by the way. Yeah. And uh, D's out of town. So I had an early You're babysitting it. assignment. So I did squirrel out of the movie a little early. But I have yeah, to tell you. Yeah, we had a Q&A afterwards. Did you? They wanted to know what the real Doug Ryan was about. We were there. Oh, and you were there to fill him in, huh? We were there for three more hours. Oh, no wonder nobody's speaking to me anymore. It's like a therapy session. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Therapy session for who? But, you know, both of us, we were chatting about this just prior to going on the air here. Both of us enjoyed Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. More than we did the first yeah, time. Yeah, I think I've gone from a B minus to a B now. Yeah, and the uh, the group that you brought along with you were into it, and you said that you know it's fun too because sometimes we we are there in a in a critics audio, uh, screening, right? And sometimes it's just the critics. I mean, that's it, and everybody is very cool. Yeah, we don't chortle yes, out loud. We are, <laughs> and so we're silent chortlers. Yeah, you're always concerned. Well, what is the Tribune guy going to say? What's the City Weekly going to do? What's oh, that blogger over there going to say? I actually had Sean tell me after a screening, he goes, a little decorum, Mr. Sales. <laughs> because it was such a bad movie. Somebody and I were talking yeah. to each other like, oh, my gosh, I, this thing is such garbage. And he, a little decorum. You Mr. got called Sales. on the carpet by the Salt Lake Tribune? Yeah, I know. Oh, my goodness. You talk about my reputation. We're going to have to do a therapy session. That was a long, 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 long time. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. That's the bottom line. And thanks to everybody who worked so hard to put it together. And thanks to everybody who came and hopefully with our, with now emerging from the last, uh, you know, two and a half years of darkness, we can start doing some fun stuff. Well, that'll be an interesting question this week because one of the core audiences that has not been coming are the older Older people. And with Downton Abbey now this week, yes. will they come out? I saw Dan- Downton Abbey last night. Was there anybody there with you? Yeah. No, there, there were, let's see. There were probably, I think there were about nine of us. You know, it's a best-kept secret. Movies that open on Friday often. Thursday night. Yeah, at 7 o'clock or 9 o'clock, whichever, yeah. maybe both. Yeah, I was at the, uh, you know, we say 9 o'clock screening, but with the 17 minutes of commercials and trailers. Yeah, it was 10. You know, it started about 20, 20 after. So I got home. I did a Steve Sales last night. I got home about 1130 yeah. and uh, kind of, you know, got the act together. But it was it was fun to see. I'm I'm interested in your review on this. So. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, after we have blathered now for a couple of seconds, we should have been doing the movie We're show. Already behind. The movie show preview sponsored by Call Climate Services. Call Climate The following Services. preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review. <laughs> Who's on the board today? Is it Hunter? Is it Mark? Is it Gustavo? Or is it a committee effort? Oh, it's the committee that'll kill you. Oh, no wonder they didn't catch the cue. I didn't catch it either, to be honest. Sorry. Call Climate Services. I'm familiar with the company. I just didn't Uh know. Okay. So, big movie review is, of course, Downton Abbey, A New Era. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like they're setting the stage for the 1930s. So it's kind of like Downton Abbey, A New Deal. 
if they had been in America, but they're not. They're in Great Britain. So there you go. All right. What else are we going to review? Chip and Dale, you were telling me this is good. Oh, my gosh. Chip and Dale, the Rescue Rangers, Disney Plus only, unfortunately, but... Uh, it is hysterical. You know, you are really liking, I'm noticing a trend here. Are you reverting to your childhood here because you are liking more and more young people movies? If they're good. You know, you throw a smurf at me and we'll go back to old school. <laughs> Rangers. What is that? That's the same thing. Oh, That's it's Rescue Rangers. I'm going, it's on a different line. Okay, never mind, Gustavo. You'll pay dearly for that. Uh, let's see. <laughs> What do we got? Men. Men. Is this the movie you were telling me about last yes. week? Yes. In, in fact, I was reading uh, Scott Renshaw's thing, and he says, we get it. It's about men. And then at the end, men in big, bold letters. It's like, really? how stupid do these, you know, these art house movies are usually for people that, you know, they like get stuff. The Maha factor. This yeah. guy was just driving it home so hard that it was like, wait, just in case you forgot what this whole movie thing is about metaphor is, is about men. men. Okay. Emergency. Is that emergency this, night sky? No, no okay. night sky it's is something else. Good. Emergency is a really good movie about racism. Okay, and but it's funny too. It, it really is a. Now, are I, these I was, theatrical releases here that we're talking about? Or it is. Okay. Uh, this emergency is theatrical release uh, this week, and then next week it'll be on Prime Video. Okay, so what else have we got? We got the movie news, and we've got. Uh, let's see, our special guest is Mariah, and I hope I'm saying this right, is it Melis? I think so. The interim director, executive director of the Utah Film Center, Tumbleweed for Kids and oh, everything getting oh, underway. Oh, okay. So we got to get into that. And, of course, streaming news, we've got that. The movie show top ten, the event that makes the movie show every week. Yes. <laughs> and the one that doesn't make it any week is the streaming news. And look at all of this is really cool stuff. Oh, so you're saying we really <laughs> we should covering it? He's like a, he's well, like a little. Do you kid know who's going to be in the school. 1932 Yellowstone? I know. I'm Helen Mirren. I mean, big and big stuff. Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. The way they put it is Academy Award winner. No, Oscar winner Her- uh, Helen Mirren and nominee Harrison <laughs> Ford. It's the 1932. Whoa. Yeah, I guess that's the next generation of Yellowstone yes, people. That's right. Another one. One Boy, of many look. wonderful shows. Big, big, big. J.K. Simmons and Sissy Spacek are in a series. Really? Called Night Sky. You I love J.K. Simmons. I do, too. Okay, so telephone torture is coming up as well. Fabulous prizes worth up $2. All here at KSL News Radio. Coming in and hot. And, of course, coming in hot with a smooth landing. Discreetly and suavely. He had to sell five hearing aids, so. Putting on, yeah, we, we dragged him away from. <laughs> Just five. But, yeah, it's like, what, that's two and a half people? One for, two, the, two and a half one people. for your inner ear. Yeah. No, five pair. Not, no, that's why it was funny, Douglas. It was five. Just five. Uh-huh. That one-legged guy with the one ear. <laughs> The movie show. Hey, look, he's trained. Shake. Uh huh. Speak. Hi there. What? Did that dog just say hi there? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Oh, here at KSL News Radio, time to talk about the big movie of the week. And I went slinking off to the Cottonwood Megaplex Theater last night. 
I checked before I went to make sure that I would be able to purchase my ticket without much ado, and there was no problem because it was me and about uh, seven other people. Well, that is the best-kept secret. It is the best-kept secret. You want to see one of the brand-new movies of the week? Go to your Megaplex uh, theater or really any theater that is opening it, and uh, they kind of, you know, yeah, it opens on Friday, but does it really? Not all not all the time. Yeah, but most, but of, the most time. of the time it opens on Thursday. So let's get a little sound from Downton Abbey New Era. I've come into possession of a villa in the south of France. What? You never thought to turn it down? Do I look as if I'd turn down a villa in the south of France? Oh, you know. And that's the one thing that bugged me. I have a villa in the south of Eureka. The family goes, who is this lady you're giving our villa to? I know, I know. It was a weird concept. And it's like, these folks don't have enough. You know, I mean, they've got Downton Abbey. They've oh, got all yeah, the other things. And you go, are you kidding they're me? They're always broke, though. And this is, yeah, I know they are. <laughs> they're, they're, they end up, part of the story is, first of all, if you love Maggie Smith, holy smoke, she is terrific in this movie. Okay. And, you know, obviously we're moving into a new era with uh, the movie and kind of it changes hands to a younger generation the torch is passed as it it were but yeah this this mysterious thing apparently back in the 1860s she had kind of a moment with this guy down in france Mm -hmm. and but it was never you know it never went to a marriage or anything but what happened during their brief encounter well it was significant enough that he left maggie smith you know he told her and she didn't believe it but apparently in writing four wills over many years after his marriage and his son was born and his family and everything he kept renewing his will and putting maggie smith this is the french guy as the person the french guy and they had no contact you know well, they had some letters over the years but really interesting. So that's just one of the little subplots. But it really makes us wonder a little bit about many of the genealogy of the family. Yeah, Lord Let's put Brant- it that way. Now, it's a Crowley family, but he's Lord Grant- Grantham. Grantham. Right, Grantham. Is that a different... So, I don't know. You know, oh, the, okay. the Brits have so many names... I don't know. I can't. You, it's like, you know, it was one of the jokes in, in Four Weddings and a Funeral. Philip, George, Ronald, you know, True, yeah, on down. So, you know, who knows? But anyway, but here's the thing that was at first it bugged me a little bit. But then I kind of got into it and I saw it more of an homage. But it's like Downton Abbey meets Singing in the Rain without the singing and dancing. And it's right. it's the silent movie era, and this is a major, major part. Charmed, I'm sure. It's a major part. You know, I can't scan him. You know, it has almost that. We have a movie that's underway. They want to shoot it at Downton Abbey. Of course, nobody in the family, the upper crust, wants it. Lord Grantham is oh, all upset, and lit. oh, Carson, you know, who is How the chief they? butler. This is, you know beneath us but then the roof is leaking so poorly and when how much are they paying us when (laughs) yeah how much are these guys going to pay well it's going to pay for the roof so they say yes so the movie company comes it is a silent movie they start to shoot because obviously we're in like either 1928 or 1929 the jazz singers come out yes the novelty of it and everything else but it's just like singing in the rain they're halfway through the production of this silent movie and the chief of the studio calls, and, you know, this is, we've got to shut talking. it down. It's over. But then 
it's Lady Mary and others. Who I like go, her in this. But well, I know she's great. Why don't we make it a talkie? So anyway, except the actors can't talkie. I know, and it's it, that's exactly, exactly like singing in the rain. Yeah. Gene Kelly can speak properly, but I can't stand it. Can't yeah. speak. Same thing here, except she has this deep Cockney accent. Yeah. So will it go on? Will Lady Mary steps up and really helps on this endeavor? Saves that. Saves everything. And it's it's kind of a big handoff here to kind of a a new generation of the Granthams, the Crowleys. And, you know, it, there's some really sweet moments because the guy that used to be the chauffeur, you Is know, and mostly? then he marries into the family. Oh, no, no he's the young, marries yeah. into the family. So now they've got, you know, Sibby, the daughter and everything. Well, he falls in love with, of course, old Mrs., uh, you know, Grantham's nemesis. Remember, she has the illegitimate daughter who actually is going to inherit her portion of the estate. Oh, right, right, right. Well, they get married at the That's the opening scene. And yeah. it's very, very sweet. And a lot of it pivots. It's very complex, but it's also a lot of fun. Ties up a lot of loose ends. Sets the, sets the stage for a new era. So I like this. It's a, it's a, it's a B-plus for me on your scale. Now, you just mentioned the, the key to me, one, that Granny would accept the villa, first of all, is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we're out of time. Well, and, and, but <laughs> we'll see. I got the good stuff done. Now you just have to support what I said. I'm not going to because the the problem for this movie is that they're trying to tie up all those loose ends, and so everybody gets a moment. Yeah. But they're not very long. And normally when you watch Downton Abbey, it's a little more lengthy. It, it, you can savor moments. Oh, you're an aficionado now? Well, no, but I just remember <laughs> now it feels kind of staccato. They've, yeah. they gotta they get, move fast. they got to get really it done, did. and they got to go to France, and they yeah. got to come back. And it's all like cha-cha-cha-cha. Da, 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 it just, it's like the, a flamingo dance. The, the tone, the timing uh-huh. felt off. So what's your grade? Uh, I, I give it a B. Yeah. Well, we're not that far off. Yeah, I just thought, I like the other one better, the first one, movie. This one just feels like he's trying to do too much. Yeah. Okay. And I, accepting that villa, that young man know, was so cool. Oh, I know. He was like, but, but, but mother, we must. But it's what daddy wanted. So yeah, you, see, well, you see. I could see how mama would be ticked. Oh, yeah. And then there's always the little miniature, too. But we'll save that for when you see the movie. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week. For the dementia program? That was was to remind you that we just reviewed the big movie of the week, sponsored by Call Climate Services. And it was Downton Abbey, a new new era. And 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 you you liked it it with a a B, B. and I liked it a little more with a B plus. Yeah. All right. See, we're on top of this. We got it. We got got you. Three guys back in the control room. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Okay. See no evil, speak no evil. Oh, they're going to okay. turn us off completely. Well, you know how many stooges there were? <gasps> Ooh, but dum bum It's time for a little movie news. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. <laughs> you know, timing's everything, Steve. We got I've, it. I've always said. Okay. 
Lucasfilm President Kathleen Kennedy opens up about why Indiana Jones 5 will most likely be the end of the franchise. Plot details are currently unknown, but it's expected that uh, archaeologists' uh, time during World War II, Indiana Jones, uh, will be explored. And apparently... You know, this has been a bumpy road for 15 years. George Lucas struggling to determine the proper story and things like that turned over the reins to Kathleen Kennedy. And in reflecting on the box office failure, they keep comparing it back and forth to Star Wars. And do you know what the common denominator is? Harrison Ford. If Harrison's Ford in it, if Harrison Ford is in it, it does much better. And uh, Kathleen Kennedy said, we would never make Indiana Jones without Harrison Ford. Having just finished the fifth movie, I can tell you there wasn't a day I wasn't on set where I said, like, yes, this is Indiana Jones. High hopes for this one. But, I mean, how many more can Ford do? And he seems to be the glue, and so this might be the last. Well, especially if he's going to move into... Uh, yeah, 1932. Yeah, he's going to make the, uh, episodic television, and he's going to be tied up. So uh, Marco Robbie yeah. is, is set to star and produce a new, get this, Ocean's Eleven. Really? They're going to reboot... Better be better than the one with Sandra Bullock. Uh, it's going to be a prequel. Oh, okay. Everything is prequel now. They figured you can't go any farther than they've gone. And so. we can't come up with a news story. You so know we're that's going what to, they're going to do with Avengers. They're going to reboot that We're going to spin this off nine million times. But uh, it's still, it, they, they're saying it's early but active development. Oh, Even yeah. though it has not been completely greenlit, Jay yeah. Roach is on board to direct. So Margot Robbie. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's talking about Tom Cruise right now, and... They're agreeing, you know, love him or or not. He's in kind of a class of his own when it comes to filmmaking and uh, why he insists on performing his own stunts. He is always asked about that. And this is what he says. No one asked Gene Kelly, why do you dance and do your own stunts? And Cruz likening himself to Kelly, one of the best athletes in Hollywood history. I mean, you have to go back to... Douglas Fairbanks, you know, senior to to get this kind of prowess really thought about that. and That's expertise. True. But he said, you know, he he doesn't do TV, doesn't do comic book movies. Uh, he's not sharing quote unquote authentic moments from the weight room on Instagram. He's not going on a political rant on Twitter. Audiences, he said, don't want to know the real you. Give them the gorgeous archetype. And crews like Steven Spielberg, Chris Nolan, and James Cameron and many others in Hollywood, see theaters as part of the definition of what makes something a movie. And he said, this is Cruz, but there's a very specific way to make movies for cinema. It's a whole different skill set than TV and everything else. Interesting. And I can't wait till Monday night when we get to see Top Gun Maverick. It looks incredible. But they just showed his movie at Cannes. You know, it's kind of a snotty place to, you know, show an action movie. Five-minute standing ovation. I know. I know. Just at crazy. The, end of it. Uh, the Oscars are going back to theatrical releases only. Ooh. None of this Netflix nonsense where they show it on the, <laughs> the, You know, they had to do that how because do you of put the that, pandemic. How do you put that genie in the bottle? I, I, well, they're going to have to adjust. Mm. Netflix yeah. is going to have to release. They do have new cities they've added to that will qualify. It used to be New York and Los Angeles. Right. Now they've added uh, Chicago, Miami, or Atlanta. If it opens, not to Willie yet, okay. pretty sure that's down the list somewhere, but uh, if any of those five cities, if it opens in the last week for seven consecutive days, I believe that's the rule, then it will be 
eligible for the Oscars, and they're going back to the January to you yeah. know the calendar year. Instead, I, of- I hope that that will just force everybody to go. Well, maybe we need to make a little more money by releasing it in theaters first. Well, this and then we stream is it. going to be this Chippendales movie that yep. we're going to talk about. Release it in the theater. I know. Why not? Kids want to go see a movie right now. Exactly. School's coming out. Parents know? are like, what can I take my kids to? Yeah. No, we have to stay home and watch it on Disney Plus like everybody else. Okay. I have. Uh, there's a little thing on uh, on uh, it's. Uh, well, you know we can. Oh, by the way, did you see the new trailer for She Hulk? No. Attorney at at law. No. It is looks hilarious. They ask her like, now, how do you control your anger? She's. I deal with that stuff every day as a woman, so I'm pretty sure I can handle oh, it. Oh, I'm into it. As a okay. Hulk. I wanted to mention quickly, Channing Tatum will be uh, making his children's book. He'll be starring as the father from the children's book that he wrote called The One and Only Sparkella. It's in the works at uh, MGM right now. And it uh, revolves around a father who teaches his daughter, Ella, the importance of being herself after she's excluded at school. So many sides to Magic Mike. (laughs) Let's put it that (laughs) way. The Movie Show. Mr. Burgundy, you are acting like a baby. I'm not a baby. I'm a man. I am an anchor man on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The movie show here at KSL News Radio. Still to come on the movie show, we got lots in store, including a little telephone torture later on in the program, where we give away tickets and uh, drinks and popcorn at the Megaplex Theaters. And then, of course, we also have the movie show Top Ten, and we have a plethora of things to talk about, and... We're going to talk about uh, some cool things that are happening when it comes to streaming as well. All here on the movie show at KSL News Radio. Is there any uh, little kind of uh, movie we could just mention in a minute or so um, that we ought to steer well, people uh, to? Chippendale. Chippendale. Steve's been raving about Chippendale. Yeah, I think we have some sound. Okay, here we go. Chip. Dale, you look different. It's no secret I had the CGI surgery. What's been up with you? You know, this, that. Other vague things to fill the space of this conversation? Cool. We can see what we can find out and then pass it along to the officer. But that's all we're going to do. So you're, so you're telling me one of the chipmunks, they're old school, yeah. and the other one is CGI? Yeah, he's been, uh, you know, augmented. I'm not sure the right word for it, but it is hysterical. It, it Dale. Augmented. It, they, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, he's almost almost 3D, and, yeah. and uh, you know, he's furry instead of just the regular animated... And they, uh, Chip is like, no, I'm old school. We're gonna, yeah. I, I'm staying that way. They had a really successful TV show, of course, back in the sure. '80s, and uh, this is sort of a continuation. And they, they went their separate ways and decided that, oh no, we can't do this. And so they, you know, they break up. Dale does his own show called Double O Dale, where okay. he's a, like a spy. I mean, this thing is hilarious. I, do not just sit your kids down and then leave the room. There are. St- thousands of jokes that are just for grown-ups that you're yeah. just going to laugh your tail off i i was giggling through this little whole furry movie. tale little furry tale yeah yes. i thought this thing was beautifully done what's brilliantly great? done a minus a minus a minus and it's rated i'm assuming pg it's rated pg chip okay. and dale rescue rangers 
Disney Plus only, sadly, but it, it is on Disney Plus. Can you imagine what a killing they'd make in theaters oh. right now? Oh, my gosh. That, I mean, this this week, I mean, it's Downton Abbey. That's for adults, everything yeah. else. You know, the other movies for kids have been out now for, you know, no, you're several not weeks. take them to Doctor Strange. I know. Oh, crazy. The Movie Show. What a piece of junk. She'll make .5 past light speed. She may not look like much, but she's got it where it counts, kid. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. I'm always so glad when we have that. You know, the movie show, what a piece of junk. <laughs> and then it can, at least it continues on. We find out what is the piece we of junk. We find out what is the piece of junk. I would love junk. to be compared to the millennial. millennial. No kidding. So there. No kidding. May not be the prettiest thing in the universe, but it's wonderful. Just like the movie show. Okay, speaking oh. of speaking of wonderful, ladies and gentlemen, and the guys back in the studio are going, now what's he going to throw at us? Okay. Get ready, here it comes. This is going to be telephone. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Telephone torture, ladies and gentlemen. All those people with those phone banks are panicking right now. I know, I know. Now, I'll tell you what. The, the boys back in the studio are going to clear all the phone lines when I give them the magic word. We're just going to blitz everybody who's trying to game the system here because there are those you who do. think you're going to be able to outsmart them? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I do. Okay, I do. We'll see. Eventually. You know, we, we have, may have to put NASA and the FBI on this. I'm not quite sure. Well, that should help. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Boy, talk about a boondoggle. Okay, so the number to call is KSL Talk. And the fabulous prize is worth up to dollars, two tickets to the Megaplex Theater, two drinks for you to enjoy while you're watching the movie, and a tub of popcorn to consume. Because I'm making a point. I'm making a point of these fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. Now, we're going to let Matt decide which number we're going to go with here. We're looking for the proper number for telephone torture. Oh, you can go on, on mic. Yeah, I... Just, just well, within it's like low. No, no, no. Steve likes to go low, but if we do, then it just doesn't get the full spirit of the game going. Is that what it's about? It is. So, so somewhere between zero and a hundred, less. (laughs) How about three? Three. Oh, is it Steve? Ter- have you guys? Have you been? <laughs> no. Did Steve pay you no, off? No. This, this just goes back to the Stooges earlier. The Stooges. Just keep it going. So this is in honor of the three guys that are back in the studio. That's right. Okay. So clear the phone lines. Just go bump, 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 bump. Send everybody who is trying to game the system into oblivion. I'm sorry. They all quit back in the and studio. And we'll stay. Yeah, that's right. They're on strike right now. We won't take this kind of abuse anymore. I mean, with an unemployment rate of 1.9%, I can get a job on any weird radio show. Even this one. Even this one. Okay, so let's go to the phone line and find out who is lurking out there. Hi, who's this? Hello? Hello. Hi, who's this? It's Brian. Brian. Now, the good news is, first of all, you're listening to the movie show. I mean, life doesn't get a whole lot better than that. Oh, no. No, no, no. Second of all, you actually got through on the line. You're, you're number one. Oh, amazing. And I'm assuming that that means that I'm a big loser. That is so true. You nailed it. It's so true. Ooh, that was nice timing from the studio. Perfect. 
Wow. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. Okay, let's go back to that's the... That's the word you're looking for? That's the word we're looking for. Let's go back to the phone line. And uh, hi, who's uh, who's lurking on the line here? Hey, this is Tom. How are hey, you? Hey, Tom's lurking. Tom, I hate to break it to you, but you, no, you don't. are a... Hit the button back there. You lose. Yeah. Boom. Good day, sir. <laughs> I know. Good day, sir. Slam. The phone goes down. I had a lot of people, you know, at our screening last Monday yeah. who said telephone torture is the highlight of their life. Can you imagine what kind of life they have? That's pretty sad. Really. <laughs> it really is. It just almost brings a tear to my one good eye here. Okay. Now let's go back. <laughs> and Steve's one good ear. Okay. Let's go back to the phone line. This will be caller number three, Steve. Are you are you happy? Yes. All right. Hi. Who's this? Brett. Who? Brett. Oh, Brett. Brett. Brett, yep. you, yep. my friend, you are a big. Because losing sucks. No, losing doesn't suck in this case. This guy's a wiener. They were so close to getting it right. <laughs> I know. Brett, you are a big wiener. You need to say wiener. Wiener. You are a big wiener, and you've won fabulous prizes worth up to. Dollars. To dollars. Of course you have. You have won. Two tickets to the Megaplex Theater. Which movie are you going to go see? Uh, probably, I haven't seen uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, well, Doctor Strange, that is Certainly killing available. it. It's killing <laughs> it in the box office. Yep. Yeah. And what, what kind of drinks are you going to get? <laughs> uh, cherry Coke. Write a book? Cherry Coke. Uh-huh. And who are you going to take with you? My wife, Nanya? of course. Your wife, of course. Now, what kind of drink is she going to get? Oh, my gosh. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Okay. All right. And, a nervous. and you get to share a tub of popcorn. Isn't this a wonderful thing? Yep. Only in America. <laughs> only in America and only on the movie show. I think he show. sounded underwhelmed. Oh, you know, there are just no shows like this in yep. Vladimir Putin's Russia. You know, really think about it. <laughs> wow. What a blessing this is. All right, now there's one little thing that you have to do before we can shower you with the aforementioned prizes, and that is to make all those losers feel better out there. So what do we do? Call on Mr. Blue Eyes. Yeah, there we go. Man, a few words. Yep, yep. Brett cleaned up on the movie show today, thanks to Frank and Megaplex. Ah. Wait till you see Frank this week on the offer. Oh, no. Is, is, does he beat up Mario again? No. No. It seems nice this time. Really? I love that. I still, you know, I, did you look closely when Frank stands up and he's meeting Mario Puzo and first just thinks he's a fan, but then he finds out he's the guy that wrote The Godfather. Yeah. Doesn't he have a fork in his hand? One of them picks up a fork. Yeah, what's he going to do, was... stab the guy with a fork? Well, he's a, you know. He's, he's Frank. A closet mobster. With... Ooh, okay. Well, another rousing rendition. A surprise to anyone, is it? Of telephone. Well, you know, Frank doesn't use a fork. Well, he usually uses other people you know, <laughs> to, to use, the, use fork. the fork for him. 
Okay. Well, there you have it. Megaplex Theaters, who, by the way, what a great partner they were on our 100th anniversary celebration and the showing of Dr. Strange. Their folks there, they were so attentive. They made sure that all of our uh, losers and winners on the movie show were made to feel uh, so welcome. It was just a great, great thing. What a great partnership. Megaplex Theaters. They're great. Okay. Well, which, which movie should we do next? Uh, well, emergency. Okay, emergency. Yeah. But first, we're going to do an interview right after we uh, take this brief break. Okay. Because we're going to check in. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. With the interim executive director of the Utah Film Center. That's in just a second. Matt is here with us. Matt, that was a good call on number three. He was a good wiener, I thought. I thought he did great. Yeah, I thought he was great. Man, a few words, <laughs> he but was right to the point. He might have been questioned more than he anticipated. Yeah, My, no kidding. <laughs> Spotlight on Do you think it was... What drink were you going to get? <laughs> what the How much ice do you put in your drink? I Ooh, mean, that's, that's an important That's important. Thing. The Movie Show. Where are you now? I'm sitting in my office. I doubt that. Why would you doubt that? If you were in your office right now, we'd be having this conversation face to face. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Here on the Movie Show, we always try to keep you right up to date with uh, what's happening in moviedom here in the state of Utah. Last week, we had the commissioner herself here with us, uh, Virginia Pierce from the Utah Film Commission. And boy, next month, I think she's going to have some big, big, big news for uh, all of us. And she's alluded to some of it in the past, but things are firming up. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. But we also like to check in periodically with the Utah Film Center. And we have the interim executive director, Mariah Mellis, with us right now. Mariah, welcome to the movie show. Thank you, Doug, and happy anniversary. A hundred years, you don't look a day over 55. <laughs> you know, you know I've, I, I joke about this. Thank but you. Of, of KSL's 100 years, I've been there for 44 of them. Isn't that yeah. just? You sure? Wow. Feels, I know. Feels just longer. <laughs> it looks longer. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Nice chatting with you. Cut his mic. Hey, let's talk about what's <laughs> happening during the Tumbleweeds Film Festival. I understand uh, that this is opening like today. It is. Tonight is opening night, the full-on red carpet. Kids are the VIPs at this festival. So we're uh, opening it with a beautiful film, Micah, that was part of the 2022 Sundance Film Festival selection. It's a Vietnamese film. Uh, We're going to celebrate kids as superheroes this weekend. And that is really cool. And this is at the Mid-Valley Performing Arts Center in Taylorsville. Where is that exactly? Do you have the firm address on that? Yeah. Yeah, it's 2525 Taylorsville Boulevard. So you kind of can't miss it in a way. Just right off of 5400 South, right next to Taylorsville City Hall, there's this gorgeous new performing arts center. So if you haven't been by, you should come by. Saturday night, they do food trucks with uh, Taylorsville City, so you can get food trucks and catch a movie. Uh, But spend the whole day. There's workshops and films. It's only $6 to get into 
all the films and activities and only $10 for a workshop. So really affordable. Oh. And Let's Tax call- is doing free rides with your tickets. So. Oh, that's fun. That is great. Yeah. Now, l- let's talk about the types of film. You mentioned the uh, the opening night uh, feature, Micah, but tell us about some of the other films you'll be showing. Yeah, so the films come from all over the world. Um, you know, we were just talking about how important it is to hear, right, and yeah. uh, on that last uh, interview you did. And, you know, we want kids to experience films from all around the world, but it's really hard when they're done with subtitles, you know, or to have it dubbed and not match up to their, you know, their voice to their, their language. So we use readers, headsets that go on your ears, and then we have somebody who lovingly reads to you like a storybook all the subtitles of all the foreign films. Uh, so you can see a film from the Netherlands about a Rembrandt painting coming to life or an animation short film program with films from around the world. And you don't have to worry about not being able to understand or read the subtitles fast enough. You can just listen to someone read them to you. Boy, what a great idea. And to introduce kids to some of the great films. You know, sometimes we get a little uh, narcissistic almost on, on the films and just figure, well, if it doesn't come out of Hollywood or New York or something or maybe Great Britain. But there are so many. Steve and I have talked about this for years and years. Some of the best movies, honestly, that we have ever seen have oh, been man. from some of the, you know, for South Korea. Just South Korea kills it, and especially on some of the horror films. So do the Scandinavian countries. They are masters. You look at the love stories that we tend to remake in this country, but the French version is really so much better. There are so many wonderful things out there. What was the one that uh, it was the little uh, animated movie this week that was nominated for Academy Award, and it was from Iran? Uh, oh, uh, oh, a hero, something like that. But it, it was, it was marvelous. And to introduce the idea of foreign films and to make it enjoyable and understandable by having somebody read the subtitles—that just seems like magic to me. It feels like it when you're in an audience of kids. Just so they're so quiet. You know, normally you go to a kid's film and they're like, you know, there's chatter around, but they're they're so immersed in the story and thinking about a kid's experience somewhere clear across the world and yeah. how it's not that different from theirs in so many ways. So it really is kind of making feel, making it feel like you're connecting all the dots and inspiring, you know, future filmmakers to tell stories and to think about the world in a it, and maybe that it's not so big that it's that we connect in a, in a, in a lot of a lot of different ways. So we do a lot of filmmaking workshops, too, because we really know that these kids are creating some amazing content out there. Yeah. And I might be scooping it to you guys, but we are going to announce this weekend that next year's festival will include a kids' film competition wow. brought to us in part by the Utah Education Network and the Utah Film Center are putting together a kids' film competition that will premiere at next year's film festival. Oh, that is really cool. Now, before we run out of time and uh, break for our news, how can people get more information? Is there a website where they can sign up or get more information? Oh, absolutely. It's Tumbleweeds Kids. Tumbleweeds is plural because there's lots of us. Tumbleweedskids.org. Or you can go to utahfilmcenter.org and you can get your tickets. You can also get them at the door. Six dollars for a wristband gets you, like I said, into all the films and the hands-on activities. Lots of little teeny like drop-in workshops, and then for the more intense filmmaking workshops, like basic filmmaking or things for the camera, you'll want to buy those tickets in advance because those uh, spots are filling up fast. But they're only ten dollars. 
Oh, that is so yeah. cool. Mariah, th- thank you so much for joining us here on the movie show, and best of luck with the Tumbleweeds Film Festival that opens today. By the way, that movie that I was trying to remember the name, and uh, Steve was kind enough to look it up, it's called Flea. And, yeah, uh, nominated oh, for yes. foreign yeah. language film. I mean, documentary and to tell you the truth I, animated. I had to warm up to that film at first i went what's this and then i was so into it yeah. by by the end planning on a weekend of binge watching streaming your favorite movie or a new show doug and steve sort through it all so you only binge the best it's the movie show streaming reviews on ksl news radio okay streaming news here at ksl news radio ewan mcgregor he's not exactly some lightweight you know i mean he's heavy duty but he said that he felt real fear seeing hayden christensen all suited up as (laughs) darth vader he said he is really terrifying They yelled, action, and I started walking down. I turn around. There's Vader coming at me. I swear, (laughs) I had this jolt of absolute fear, real fear. I've never had that in acting before. It was like going back to being seven years old (laughs) again. Well, that outfit will scare anybody. I know, and Christensen himself said it's an incredible costume. Putting it back on again brought up a lot of emotions for me. It was amazing to get to wear it. It's an honor to put it on, just a lot of fun, really. I've been cool. dying to tell you about. Yes, Star and I Wars. I know there's no Star Trek. Star Trek, sorry. I know that there are many you can choose from, but I'm yes. telling you, this one, the new one, uh, Star Trek: A Strange, Strange New Worlds, actually feels like the old one, and mainly because it's a prequel. Yeah. This goes back to Captain Christopher Pike. Oh wow! And and a very young Spock. And Ohura is brand new to the team. Yeah. And Nurse Chapel is hysterical. And so I guess other people will be coming on, but it's episodic. Instead of these long, drawn-out stories. Do we have you know, bones? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Okay. But, but so it, it's set up so that you meet the team, and then they do different stuff. It's not like this long-running story that you have to go back to every week. Yeah. It's just like an hour of really cool adventure. Just like the old show used to be. Yeah. So yeah. I'm hooked. It's called uh, Star Trek Stranger, Strange New Worlds, Paramount Plus. Love, love, love it. Wow. Cool. You know, we've already talked a little bit about this 1932 Yellowstone's next origin story, getting some heavy-duty star power. I mean, Harrison Ford. Yeah. I mean, come on. Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren amazing and i'm so curious to really kind of see where this storyline's going to go what uh, adventures we're going to have and this is of course out because of the success of 1883 the new series is going to introduce that whole new generation of the dutton family they'll explore the early 20th century with the pandemics you know so oh, this will probably okay. take us back to about world war 1 and then take us through the historic droughts and the, I'm sure the crash, the end of Prohibition, the Great Depression, all plaguing the Mountain West and, of course, the Dutton Ranch. So uh, 1932, and it's set to premiere in December. Yeah, that's pretty quick. That is, you know, Taylor Sheridan. He just, he, he is either in, in the zone like nobody I've ever seen before, or he's just going to implode. Yeah. 
I know he's got so many irons in the fire. Yeah, it makes crazy, me crazy. Crazy. Reacher season two. Oh man, Reacher. You know, Steve kept saying Reacher. Trust me, Reacher, Doug, Reacher. And finally, D and I watched Reacher, and you were right. And he, he is, is so good. He is so good in this role. The supporting casts and the storylines, and to have somebody that is almost psychotic, but yet is still in reality, but handles it so coolly and smoothly. Oh my god! And the and the girth of the guy—that's oh, what big boy. That's what we were missing before yeah. with Tom Cruise. Yeah, my mom said you, you put two Tom Cruises on top of yeah. each other. Well, it, it still wouldn't be enough. It's such a vital part of the character that just the bulk oh, of yeah, the guy. Yeah, he's a physically yeah. imposing character. Well, so season two begins filming this fall for an early um, twenty twenty three release. And it will be based on book number 11. So those of you who like to kind of read in advance, it's this, the story that was called Bad Luck and Trouble will be what they're going to base season two on. Cool, cool. All right, Netflix. By the way, I, you know how sometimes when you're scrolling through and you're looking at whatever, you know, your Google, Yahoo, whatever it is, and you'll see a headline that catches your attention, but you don't have time to read it? Yeah. I've, I've got to go back and try to find this one because the headline was, when is Netflix going to start acting like a real company? And, and you know, because we just laid off 150 people. I know. We have asked that forever. How does this business model work? Yeah, it's unsustainable. It is. It, the. I mean, everybody kind of takes a flyer every now and then. You go, boy, I hope we can pay for this. Just, but they've been taking a flyer now for decades. And you go, how does this work? So anyway, I'm 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 going to go back and try to find that. But it caught my attention, and it, I was reminded of it when I saw this headline: Netflix launching mystery box feature to get kids to stream more. You know, this has been a conversation I've had a lot of dinners and editorial board meetings and so on. You know, when we used to pick up the paper. Yeah, you might. Maybe you were going to go to see what the Giants had done, or you're going to look at a stock market, or you're going to check the obituaries. But along the way. You wanted to find out what Vladimir's doing the, today, mm-hmm. but you'd see something that was totally off your radar, and you'd stop and you'd read it. You'd turn the page. Oh, that looks interesting. You'd read it. Yeah. And now, by the way we get stuff, you know, it's it's so select that we don't have. And it's the same thing even with radio, especially with with music. So many kids now customize their own playlist, and they only hear what they want to hear. And think of how many things, when you and I were growing up, you'd tune into the AM radio station down in Merced. I don't know what it was, but here was KCPX. KYOS. Yeah, KNAK or KRSP. And you'd you'd be exposed to music that you wouldn't normally seek out, right. and you ended up loving it. Right. Well, that's what Netflix is trying to do here. They're trying to bring this mystery box feature to help kids to watch something new, something that isn't a comfort show that becomes a normal part of the streaming landscape. You know, kids watch, and we all do this. I do it as an adult, watch the same thing over and over and over and over and over. But the mystery box from Netflix will help younger viewers discover that there are other, you know, great programs out there. And so it'll kind of almost, I, I, I can't quite visualize what they're going to do, but you just kind of go, okay, random, I'm select this, and brrr, it pops up, and you watch it. It's not mandatory. You don't have to watch it, obviously. Sure. But it's a nudge to broaden young viewers' viewing 
habits. And the uh, Big Kahuna at Netflix said, as a parent and an uncle myself, I know every kid and family is unique, which is why at Netflix we're dedicated to creating an engaging and tailored experience to connect kids to the stories that shape our world and stories that they might not otherwise seek out. And then they're actually going to publish a magazine now. And he said, yes, it's a factual, physical magazine for your kids that they can hold in their hands games hmm. stories activities so you know i don't know it's it's interesting to think about sometimes they make some interesting calls but while we're talking about uh, netflix i just watched the lincoln lawyer uh it is a limited series uh and it it has nev campbell in it yeah. and i love her i do too uh and it's a this guy i mean it's basically taking the novels of michael conley i believe and they're, you know, putting them into the show. And it is actually really good. I watched all 10 episodes. I stayed up till 2 o'clock in the morning one night and then got up the next morning and finished the last three or four. It, it's very binge-worthy. You yeah, know, I mean, it's yeah. one of those that you just kind of go for it. Uh, and it's called The Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. It's pretty good. Um, I should also mention uh, the offer. So Thursdays now for me is uh, Star Trek Strange New World, those are new right. on Thursdays, as well as the offer is also new on Thursdays. And those are both Paramount Plus uh, features. So to me, Thursdays become Star Trek and the offer, and they're brilliant. Now, Stranger Things yes. is coming. Yes. And Episode 7, now they're going to do a Volume 1 and Volume 2. They used to do only eight episodes. They're doing nine. But uh, Episode 7 is like a movie. It's going to be an hour and a half. And the finale, episode nine, is two hours long. Wow. So they're cool. really, and they have already outlined season five. I thought they were going to be done. I did too. But they're doing a season five, and then they're going to do spinoffs after that. So okay. those of you who are big fans of Stranger Things, volume one starts next week, volume two, July 1st. And then one other quickie, Night Sky with J.K. Simmons and Sissy Spacek. On Amazon Prime Video, I've watched the first three or four episodes. It's kind of like Outer outer Range in that they're called slow-mo sci-fi. In other words, there's yeah. something really creepy cool that's going on, but it's really a basic story. Like in Outer Range, it's just a cowboy ranch, yeah. and their struggles with neighbors and whatnot, just like Yellowstone. In Night Sky, it's a couple that's aging, They've been able to look in, they go into the shed underground. There's this little round door that opens up and they go into this elevator, but it doesn't go anywhere. It takes them to another world. It's like teleports them to this little observation window on a planet that's got all these moons and stuff. No idea what it is, but they've been going to the, hey, let's go look at the stars, honey, yeah. for the last 30 years, Whoa. but they haven't told anybody about it. And one day, a guy, they find a guy inside the chamber. Where did he come from? Why is he there? But it's really about a, a couple that's aging and okay. trying to deal with, you know, what they're, it's called Night Sky. The problem with these movies, these shows are, unless they kind of, you know, kick it in gear, you're not really sure you want to hook your I wagon know. to it. Like Lost. Yeah. You know, that whole I've, series. I have learned on so many series, you have to watch episode one and two and then maybe go back and start it again and go one, two, three, and then you're hooked. Yeah, uh, unless they don't give you enough. Right. You've got to throw you a bone every once in a while yep. to make it worthwhile. So I'm a little nervous about Night Sky, but I love J.K. Simmons 
and Sissy Spacek. He's one of my favorite So actors. much. You know, and if you don't know who he is, he's the uh, farmer's insurance guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, that, that he is an amazing actor. You know, I'm sure there are thousands, millions, maybe billions of people that are wondering what's coming up in the next hour of the movie show. The movie show Top Ten is coming up. We want them to listen, though. The review of men. Wait till you get a load of this thing. Is coming up. I mean, a plethora. Emergency of is things. actually a really good movie. Too. Emergency, yeah. yeah. You already mentioned Night Sky, so we, Night Sky we, we've talked about. We yeah. took care of that. So Emergency is coming up. So uh, make sure that you stay right here with us. Hey, can I can I put in a blatant plug for something that is coming up? So many people have asked Harley Davidson of Salt Lake and other dealerships. And so many people have asked me if we were ever going to uh, resuscitate the ride to light up Eureka. And it but really you is. lit up Eureka. We, well, we, we lit it up, and we helped with a portico. Burned it we down. put up No, oh. we put up Christmas lights. We have put a new door on the fire station. We have helped maintain a historic building by contributing to securing the roof. Wow. To the to- so this time... We're going to be writing to provide monies to provide benches along Main Street. You know, there by the museum, there by Porter Rockwell's cabin, maybe the city hall, you know, various things, depending. Try to get people to stick around. And so the right, or give them a comfortable place to sit, you know. And so the. Night the 1922 that too the 2022 ride to light up Eureka is going to be June 4th and registration starts tomorrow. There's going to be a really cool antique uh, motorcycle show at Harley Davidson there on State Street. So they're starting the registration and it's only 20 bucks for the uh, ride. And then if you want the limited edition. 2022 pin that's an additional five dollars so 25 dollars you get everything 20 dollars is the ride and the meal and it's the ride to light up eureka it is back on june 4th so get all the information you can go to the harley dealer harley davidson dealership website the movie show you don't want to be in the way when my laser goes off hey a laser how come you don't have a laser woody it's not a laser it's a it's a little light bulb that blinks. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Last night when I was watching uh, the uh, Downton Abbey program at the Megaplex Theater, I went through, you know, the, the trailers, and there's the Buzz Lightyear trailer. It looks kind of fun. Yeah, no, I can't wait for yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Cool. There's some great movies coming up. Well, I'll tell you, I'm looking at those trailers, and I'm going, holy cow, there are some really, really good Jurassic things. Jurassic World docket. Dominion? That looks oh. just. I know. Doesn't that just look, whoa. The dinosaurs are everywhere. I know. They're everywhere. (laughs) And this is the final episode. So do we survive or do they? Is it? I don't know. They say it's the end of the Jurassic era. Well, maybe they'll go crustaceous era. Yeah, that's right. Time for crustaceous park. (laughs) Okay. You know, there's a lot of those... Paleo whatevers that are out there. So <laughs> paleo whatever. Yeah, we can we can delve into a lot of uh, weird animals out there and weird time periods. Stephen, which movie should we take a look at right now? Emergency. Emergency. Here we go. Where's Carlos? There's an unconscious white girl in our living room. What? Emma. Please, Emma. Emma, since we got here. 
Okay, okay, she's she's alive. We should call 911. Hey, stop! You crazy? We didn't do hey, anything hey, wrong. We don't have to do nothing wrong, Queen Lady. The cops are not gonna listen. They just gonna come in here and see three brown guys hanging over this little white girl. Whoa. Yeah, if you can imagine, it's the night of all of the big parties at Buchanan University at the end of school, a graduation, you know, after ceremonies and everything. So it's everybody letting their hair down. These two guys, two of them, um, they get tickets to, they're going to do all all seven of them. No one's ever done it before, and that'll put them on the wall of firsts that Buchanan University has. And they get back to the house, and they walk in, and there's this girl in a kind of a weird costume, passed out in the living room. And they're like, oh, dear, what do we do? And, I mean, it's kind of a thing. I mean, if if you're black and you've, and you've got a you know an right. unconscious white girl in your living room, how are you going to handle that? So Kunle, is, he's a, a super smart guy. He's studying to be a doctor. Actually, he wants to go into like biochemistry. Um, he's kind of a nerd, and yet even he is freaked out. But his friend is kind of a streetwise kid, and he's the one saying, no, we cannot call 911. We have to – maybe we can take her back to one of the parties, drop her off there, and let somebody else deal with it. And, and Kunle is going, like, we can't do that. It's irresponsible. How about we drive her to the hospital? And so they're on their way to the hospital, and they get in all these different – somebody throws a, a thing at their car. They're in a minivan, a beat-up old minivan, and the taillight goes out. They go, we, we've got to take the back roads. We get pulled over with a missing taillight and an unconscious white girl. Oh, so it just sort of builds. Yeah. And I thought, okay, at first it's a little silly, but, man, as the night goes on and they really are starting to find themselves in some really difficult situations, how are they going to get out of this? Uh, especially when at one point the girl stops breathing and they're trying to get to the hospital oh, and a yeah. cop is you know behind them and trying to get him to pull over and they're trying to get to the hospital so i mean imagine the dilemma they're in do we stop and this poor girl dies or do we you know run from the cops and try to get to the hospital it's a really and, and the conversation they have um between the street smart kid and the Kunle, who's a, just a super his parents are both doctors i mean he's just a straight a student and yet they're both black, and they're trying to figure out how do we get through this. Yeah. Wow. It's really well done. Uh, right now, it's only be well, playing. now you've got me. I want to know the end. Well, I can tell you later. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's in theaters today at the District and at the Junction, uh, and, but it will be on Prime Video. And again, way to go, Amazon Prime. Yeah. It'll be on uh, Prime Video next Friday. Uh, at least they're giving us a week in theaters. And it's called Emergency. It's rated R, and I gave it a B plus. The Movie Show. Oh, you are hard to look at. You look like the topographical map of Utah. Exactly. On KSL News Radio, one hundred two point seven FM and eleven sixty AM. Okay, I think it's time, Steve. Rutro. <clears throat> and now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Are you t- uh-huh. That's my nod of approval. Yeah, I thought by now we'd be hearing the movie show top ten music sound, you know. Yeah, but I'm sure it's there. Good. We go. <laughs> <laughs> and now, remember how Ike Yosby just jumped when we were at Hale Center Theater when I did this? He aged five years he right did. in that moment. And now, it's pretty sad. Ladies and gentlemen. It is time for the movie show 
top. <gasps> what? You got asthma all of a sudden? No, I'm just getting a good breath of air here. Paula just came back. She didn't want to miss this. The movie yeah. show, top <gasps> ten. Steve, Hello, you're Robert. ruining the act. I'm trying to look away and not. He's over here laughing. Well, it's that little <laughs> like Wheezy Joe is doing <laughs> top ten. <laughs> I love Wheezy Joe. Wheezy Joe doing the top ten. We should that do that. Great. We'll that have to do you, that. Yeah. This segment, believe it or not, <laughs> used to be. Is actually no. It still is, right, Paulette? It still is. Seriously? Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's Man, do they have, have they renewed yet? <laughs> it's sponsored by Call Climate Services. I didn't get a yes on that. Did you notice that? It's pending. Uh, it's pending. It's a work in progress, as is this show. The movie show top ten, Call Climate Services. A boy right now, you know, people that had turned off the furnace and had pretty much retired it, and now, now they're going back, crank that baby up. This is the time of year when it's wise to call Call Climate Services. Very wise. Have them come to your home. All right. Number 10 is the unbearable weight of massive talent. It's been out four weeks, about $20 million bucks. That ain't great. Nope. Especially with the hype on that. What can we say? You Any, know who I really liked in that movie? Who? Pablo, uh, what's his face? Pablo, what's his face? Pascal. Pascal. He was... Okay. He, you know, he's actually a real fan of Nick Cage. All right. Genuine. Family Camp. I know nothing. It's been out one week, under $2 million. Yeah, this one showed without screening. Yeah, that, which is usually not a good sign. Yeah. The Lost City. You know, it hangs in there. It's been out eight weeks, but it still hasn't cracked $100 million domestically. International? Uh, 69 foreign, so yeah. it's at okay. 166 total. The Northman. I'm just going to shut up about this movie. Uh, but <laughs> Well, you are a delicate flower. Yeah, I am a delicate flower. About $32 million domestically. There's a lot of slicing and dicing. Is it, is it doing well in Norway? And uh, <laughs> Well, $32 million domestic, 27 foreign. It's at 59. Okay. Fantastic Beasts. The Secrets of Dumbledore, and uh, it still hasn't cracked. I, I would have put money on the fact that this would have made $100 million within five weeks. Again, though, what's saving this movie is the foreign numbers. Yep. $289 million. Wow. So we're at 380 So So there will be more Fantastic Beasts. I hope not. I don't know if Dumbledore has many more secrets, however. Number <laughs> five. Heard them all. Boy, I, I don't know. He's got lots. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Have you uh, taken the challenge and seen this yet? Because I will. You I'm, have been threatened. I have been, and this one, everyone tells me this might be the best film of the year. Okay. And I have not seen it About yet. $50 million, roughly. Another five foreign. It's not Firestarter. Good. You didn't like this movie. Oh. Out one week and crash and burn. It didn't even break $4 million. Over I like what Sean weekend. said. He said the first one wasn't that good. This one's worse. Ooh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Remember, we're talking about release the kid movies right now. They're doing great. Yeah, you six, can make money. Six weeks, it's made under just barely under $180 million. And if you add another $180 million foreign, it's at 356 And the bad guys, 
that four weeks made about seventy million dollars. Add another hundred foreign, it's at one sixty-seven. And then this is the movie that's killing it. In two weeks, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, just about three hundred million dollars. What are the international numbers? Four thirteen. It's at seven sixteen. But again, we're starting to see a little slowdown pattern here. This might end up being more the same size as Captain America's Civil War, which was right. not. You know, the biggest of all the markets. Well, I mean, that first week was just killer. Well, just because everybody wanted, you know, you yeah. got to go see it first, otherwise. Right. The Movie Show. Your little girlfriend gave me the stink eye in art class yesterday. Katrina's not my girlfriend, all right? And I doubt that she gave you the stink eye. That's just the way her face looks, you know? That's just her face. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Ah, is The Movie Show here at KSL. News Radio. We're in the final half hour, actually the final 20 minutes of the movie show. Okay, Stephen, which movie should we review here? We have one left. It's called Men. Okay, here we go. Only happened. My husband went upstairs to our balcony and let himself go. You must wonder why you drove him to it. Why I didn't drive him to it. I think it'd be true. But if you had given him the chance to apologize, he'd still be alive. Oh, oh yeah. man. So that's Jessie Buckley, who is one of my favorite actresses. She is so good. She was in, if you saw the last season of Fargo, she was a kind of a crazed nurse that was helping people get to the other side. <laughs> and would go <laughs> to their... That's a good way of putting I it. I mean, she was brilliant in that and she was the young version of olivia coleman in the right. lost daughter right so i have loved the things that she's done her husband and, and her getting a divorce and he says if you divorce me i will i will take my own life take care of myself yeah. and I, I think he kind of went up to the roof and slipped somehow but they actually make eye contact as he comes by the floor oh geez. and he, he has this horror look on his face and oh, right before that, they got into a big fight, and he kind of punches her. And I'm like, and she just says, "That's it. Get out of my house. I don't want to ever see your face again." And then he goes flying by the window. So, after a couple of weeks, she decides, "I just need to get away from it all." She does a Airbnb or whatever, and goes to the little countryside cottage. This is in England. Uh, this beautiful little home uh, in the in the woods. I mean, it's a small village. Uh, and she gets there, and the guy who, uh, his name is Jeffrey, but it turns out that every male that she runs into in this little town is played by Rory Kinnear. If you remember, he in the 007 movies, he's like M's assistant. Yeah. He's kind of a nerdy good. He's not Q, but, but he's just a, but he plays all of these parts. And you're not even sure if she's recognizing, you as an audience see that he represents all the different kinds of men that she's going to run into uh, in this village. And it is so creepy. There's this one scene where she's looking through this tunnel, and at the end of the tunnel, way down there, she sees a silhouette of a man, and all of a sudden he starts running towards her. And she's freaking out. She's like, oh, what's going on here? And she goes to the pub, and there's the... The guy that's running the pub looks just like... And there are variations of Rory Kinnear. You know, he's like yeah. a makeup or whatever. And, but, and there's a vicar with long hair, and it's him. And you're recognizing it, but apparently she doesn't or doesn't realize what's happening. This is one of the creepiest movies 
I have ever seen. Good creepy or bad creepy? Well, it goes overboard towards the end as incarnations of men come out of the previous man somehow in a very disturbing way. I walked out of that movie and the the studio rep goes, so what'd you think? I'm like, I, I, I have no idea. I'm so freaked out right now. I don't even know what to tell you. But I do love Jesse Buckley. I think Rory Kinnear is, this is one of the bravest performances I've ever seen by a man. There is some graphic nudity here, but not like, you know, from a distance kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it, it won't leave my brain is the problem. Yeah. And, and of the two movies that are actually opening in wide release, uh, Downton Abbey being the other, uh, this is talk about alternate programming. I mean, <laughs> good yeah. grief. This couldn't be creepier. Uh, I, I don't know. I, it's hard to recommend. Yeah. But it's so well acted, and the suspense throughout the thing is just unbelievable. So I'm assuming an R rating. It, oh, yeah. Definitely R. Um, and I gave it a B minus because it just kind of keeps hammering it. You know, like, okay. I get it. These are v- variations of men who are not good, and it makes it sound like all men are one. One of these yeah. types of men, a variation of that character, and like, huh, where's the good guy? There's got to be, you know, a good guy in here. Yeah. Um, there's one that's kind of, but he, he turns out to be not so good. So, <laughs> and then at the end, big splash, men is the title card at the very end of the movie. Yeah. Go, well, okay. Just in case you didn't get it. Right, exactly. And so I thought that was kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but man, uh, Jesse Buckley acts her little tail off in this movie. And okay, so good. All but right, I, this is a very disturbing film. And in uh, wide release, wide release. Okay, all right. And the title again, easy to spell. M E N. Yes. If you have any doubts, it's at the end of the movie in big, r- bright red letters. Right. The movie show. Is it better to be feared or respected? And I say. Is it too much to ask for both? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Moments of the movie show. And I want to make sure that we remind everybody here in the last few moments. We're going to revisit Downton Abbey and Chippendale quickly for you. Uh, I'm Downton Abbey. Can we get a little sound from Downton Abbey here just real quick? I know we're close to the top of the hour. I've come into possession of a villa in the south of France. Uh. What? You never thought to turn it down? Do I look as if I turned yes. down a villa yes. in the south of France? <laughs> Finally, somebody said, oh. you never thought to turn well, it down. you know, down. And when they go down there to visit at the invitation of the people that actually own the villa, but I, it's... I thought it was just going to be a little shack or something. Yeah. Oh, no, it's palatial, and it's, it's gorgeous. And it's right down there on the Mediterranean. Oh, my goodness, it is gorgeous. This has got to be a multi-million dollar. But the one thing you can say about Lord Grantham is he's going, really? No, no, wait a minute. Are you sure? You don't have to. I mean, they're doing everything they can. But this guy is determined. No, this is what Dad wanted. There was a reason. And even though my mom is ticked off royally. Boy, she was the whole movie. We're still going to give it to you. But... That's the weakest link in it. The rest of it is really kind of a fun, and there are a lot of things wrapped up. There are a lot of cool stories that are kind of brought to conclusion. You felt it was just maybe a little too well, I think much. There, so, there were so many people that were right. trying to, you know, wrap kind up. of wrap up. Yeah, right. But you know, I liked it. You know, oh, you, if you're a Downton Abbey fan, yeah, for me, it's a B plus. It's a must see. You gave it yeah, a B, a B, yeah. a B, and it's Downton a Abbey, solid B, and a solid B. Then Chippendale, Chippendale. If you watch this. 
if you sit down with your kids and watch this, you are going to howl your tail off. This thing is so funny. It is on Disney Plus only. It features Andy Samberg as Dale and John uh, uh, Mulaney as Chip. If you know those two, they've written specifically for those characters, and it is hilarious. They make fun of every character you've ever thought of <laughs> in Disney, and not just Disney. Looney Tunes, they pick on everybody. They pick on Men's Warehouse. I mean, they're going after <laughs> everybody. And it's like, but nobody how would dare away with this? pick on my hearing centers. No, no, no. Yeah. Maybe next on the sequel. They'll pick on the movie show. But for something that I thought was going to be innocuous, just stupid, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, they have taken it to another level, yeah. and it is brilliant. I love those that are so entertaining for the kids, but when the parents go, they go, oh, that kid has no idea. None. And I'm laughing. You At know? least probably more than half of the jokes are for parents. Yep. All right. So, yeah, it's I gave it an A-. minus. Disney Plus only. All right. Way to go, Disney. Hey, and uh, again, another blatant plug for our 2022 ride to uh, light up Eureka, which will be on June 4th. And you can start registering tomorrow for the event. It's uh, $20 for the ride and for the uh, the meal that will be provided, an additional $5 if you want the limited edition. And tomorrow you can start to register for the ride to light up Eureka. That does it for the movie show today. Thanks so much for being along. And tonight, when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.